Greetings, everyone. This is a Sound Health radio show where we talk about the crossroads of the environment and our health with Richard Talk to Me Guy. And this is the usual moment when I would say that Sherry Edwards is off working on the Sound Health portal, which I, knowing Sherry, she could be doing it at the same time. Sherry is joining us live today, and we're going to talk about what I will refer to as the vid or the virus. And everybody knows what we're talking about. I just don't want to use the word because search engines can be silly and dumb about that word. To hear and share replays of this show, about 20 to 30 minutes after you hear the outro music, go to talktomeguy.com, all one word. Scroll down that page and you'll see this show at the top of the episodes page. They're also archived about more than 400 shows now there available. And at the bottom of the page of each of those pages, you'll see a little microphone And if you want to leave a message or have a question for either Sherry or myself or an idea for a guest or just want to say hi, click on that microphone and you can just leave me a message right there and I'll be notified. With that, bioacoustics voice spectral analysis can detect or can detect hidden or underlying stresses in the body that are expressed as disease. Sherry Edwards. The vocal print can identify toxins, pathogens, and nutritional supplements that are too low or too high. In addition, a vocal print can be used to match the most compatible treatment remedy to each client. The introduction of proper low-frequency sound to the body indicated through voice analysis has been shown to control pain, body temperature, heart rhythm, and blood pressure. It has also been shown to regenerate body tissue and alleviate the symptoms of many diseases, in some cases, even those considered to be incurable. Sherry Edwards has been accused of being too scientific by some, too esoteric by others. In actuality, she's a bridge between both fields of inquiry. Sherry is the acknowledged pioneer in the emerging field of vocal profiling using bioacoustic biology. For many years, she has provided the leading-edge research to show the voice is a holographic representation of the body that can be used to change the face of medicine. Her work has been the subject of several documentaries, and she's the recipient of the Scientist of the Year Award by the New Frontiers of Science. Sherry is a faculty emeritus of the Capital University of Integrative Medicine and has more than 30 years of bioacoustic research experience. Currently, Edwards and her team at Sound Health are using human voice and the associated frequencies to help clients resolve health issues such as macular degeneration, multiple sclerosis, headaches, muscle stress, brain trauma, weight issues, and nutritional concerns. The technology she brings to the stage is cutting edge. Sherry joins us to talk about the devastation of the virus and how math played a role. Welcome, Sherry. It is awesome to be here, Richard. Thank you, thank you. And one of the things that's going to happen today is we're going to release information on this show that we have never released anywhere, not in radio, TV, articles, nothing. And it is awesome and a giant step for humanity. That is wonderful. I'm I'm going to back up. I'm going to... Now, Sherry and I have worked together. We did this show together for a long time. I think I've been doing the show for almost 10 years, more than 10 years now, which is always like, what? How did that happen 10 years? So we've had a lot of conversations. And in the conversations and in prepping for the show, 
I heard you talk about the importance of truth. This is a multi-layer question. Why is the truth so important to you? And would you please talk about how when we feel, and I mean in the term feel also how our cells feel, when we don't hear the truth? That is a wonderful question. My undergraduate degree is in interpersonal communication, and I saw how much lying was going on and what was happening. And we had a course in persuasion, and one of the things that in that class is people had to tell lies, and we, the student, the audience, had to determine if that was a lie or the truth. And I noticed that there was a jitter in people's voices that left their voice when they were lying. But the real thing was about, have you been jilted? Have somebody's telling you a lie about what's going on with your friendship or the government or is um, your children lying to you? I thought if people knew the truth and had a way to look at the truth, this would be a better world. Big chaos in the beginning, but eventually would be a better world because if everybody had to tell the truth, what it would happen to the divorce rate? What would happen to our legal system? And so our very first program was NanoVoice, where people could look at their own frequencies and their voice and the layers and octaves of their voice, and they could tell when people are lying. And so we've written a book called The Biggest Liars, and it's all the people in the government and around us are trying to lead us who are not telling the truth, and we identify what the lies are. Think about what would happen, Richard, if everybody had to tell the truth all the time. Wow. That's what I'd like to see for the world, but boy, it would be chaos in the beginning. And do you think that ourselves on some level, and this may go back to conversations we've had about your autoacoustic emissions, which I'll have ask you to explain after I ask this question, autoacoustic emissions, that when we hear somebody talking to us and we maybe not on a real conscious level, but maybe on an unconscious or maybe an autoacoustic emissions level, we know that it's a not a truth or a distruth or a spin on a truth or something. Does that confuse our receptor sites in our cells, do you think? Or in maybe in, in how we perceive autoacoustic emissions? I think it creates trauma. Just as if we had been in an accident, the lie is the trauma. People can lie with their words, but they cannot lie with the frequencies of their voice. And on some level, we know it and we begin to set up boundaries and we don't trust and boy that's a downer <laughs> yeah if we aren't we're not air i'd have a sharper word but yes <laughs> that is a downer. <laughs> and what are the fractals of the voice wow this is new stuff that we've been working on let's take um the number 40 which is a note of e half of that at 20 is an e half of that 10 is an E, 5, 250, 125, on down to those lower and lower levels. And it's infinite. You can keep dividing. People can't hear that low, but you can keep dividing it. And what we have found in all the research that we've been doing, and it just come out in the past month or so, 
because there's a lot of people volunteering their vocal prints to us, and we get to do a lot more research. Those lower levels are layers that conventional medicine has not found yet, has not opened yet, like the glymph system. And there's um, frequencies of the mind and the frequencies of healing that are all in those very lower levels. And we have just found ways to trick the body into receiving frequencies that are at the lower level. We already know and have proven that we can make your muscles weaker, strong. We can change your emotions. Deals with frequency. Our movements can be uh, monitored as frequencies. Architecture is math. Emotions are math. Time is math. And that's why we put this in the title, how math played a role. It's going to scare people, but at the same time, understanding the role of math in you as a person and all your systems is really going to open up layers that we have never explored in modern times. The ancients knew about them, but in modern times, they're kind of ignored. That's why we're calling them the fractals of the voice. Hmm. And because you threw out that word so casually, because we've talked a lot about this, you and I, and also I did a show with you on the glimpse system, which I'll put in the show notes. Give people a little bit of information for so they have that as a foundation about the glimpse system, what it is and what is that weird word that sounds like it's an elf in a Disney movie. <laughs> That's good. Well, let's start with the lymph system, L. Let's start with L. And there is a system of vessels called the lymph system, and this is how the body cleans out the immune system. Well, there's a system below that called the glymph. starts with the G system, and it deals with all the water in the body, moving around in the body. And it goes around and it picks up trash interstitially. There's no vessels. So it picks up all the trash. It uses uh, things like nitric oxide to move that trash into the system where the body will eliminate it. It works at night. It works on the rhythms of the body. And it also is a communication system so if something's happening with your heart, it will uh, tell your liver or tell your kidneys what really is going on. I see it as kind of a, uh, a gossip system of the body to let each part know what's going on. So hmm. glimpse, and it, it works with something called acuporin, which is a form of um, a protein that works in that water and moves it around, works on the rhythm system of the body which is another layer or system that people don't talk about a lot. That's why it happens at night when the body is moving things around and you get responses like muscle cramps or if there's a place in the body that is not working well. People who get um, cramps in their ankles, hmm. that means they have low iron. And we've done a whole project on low iron and how this current plague really messes with your iron and what's going on. That's why it's messing with your energy. And all that has to do with that lymph and glymph and detox system. The glymph system also cleans out the brain, and that's a really important aspect of it. 
And is that part of the cerebral spinal fluid system? Is there, an, is there a mix in there somewhere where cerebral spinal Absolutely. fluid and lymph get together? Wow. Yeah, very good, Richard. Nice connection. Thank you. I'm a big fan and, of cranial sacral work, which I, I think is really amazing work, which is another subtle thing that people are like, what are you doing? You're just holding my head. Just you'll feel the difference. And it affects the cranial sacral bones along with the cranial sacral fluid. So that's amazing that the glimpse system is in there. Wow. People can test themselves about this and begin to feel it. Go to your toaster or anything plugged into the wall and touch it, and you'll feel an energy. Then turn it on, and you'll really feel that powerful energy. But this is a part of our electrical system, but it's much lower levels, and it works on the um, pulsing system of the spinal fluid and that's you can begin to start to feel that and you can do it with your mind too there are systems where if I have a pain someplace I can go put white light in that spot and make it quit hurting we haven't even touched the surface of what we can do with our thoughts and here's a, a piece of just bioacoustic research when I listen to someone's sounds, and that's when all of this started to happen, and I duplicate them because I hear them through my ears, it's a sound that most people don't pay attention to, but I can do a sound. Um, they sent me a picture of a woman in a coma, and I did her sounds from her picture. I don't do that often for people, just in emergencies. And what came out as a picture from my vocal frequencies was her spine and something running through her spine like a fluid. And I said, did you check her for a spinal fluid leak? And that's really mm -hmm. what was going on with her. So someplace, somehow, my ears translated that into my voice and that we did this with the computer and it translated it into a picture so sounds of my voice created a picture. Mm. And I think people have lost that talent. They forgot that they had that talent. I think we have so much deeper talents than we've tapped into for hundreds of years. Well, I think that go this could be a whole other show, um, that in the ancient times, you know, maybe we were living in yurts or teepees or lean-tos or, you know, something, and most of most of our time was spent. Well, by then we were actually growing crops and making corn and things. But you had somebody in the village oftentimes in American Indian. I'll, pick, I'll talk about American Indians. There would always be somebody in the crowd who was a little wacky. They were always considered to be like a little off, you know, off the beat. And they'd often live in a, a teepee or a yurt, you know, a little outside the main circle. But when somebody was sick or some a child was ill or had something going on, the mother or the, whoever would take that child to that person, and that person would spend time with them. Now, they might give them some herbs. They might give them some, something to, to do in terms of, you know, what would be called a medicine now, plant medicine. But I think a lot of it also was that perhaps that person's being with that person, that person had the ability to help 
that child form pictures that would help heal itself because I believe the body is always able to strive toward homeostasis or balance given the opportunity, which is why I love your work. Shared the energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they talk about this in Steiner and Rosicrucians, but people just haven't picked up on it yet to incorporate it. They don't think they can do this, and they really can. They just need some nudges toward what's possible. Right. And these two categories are big, but I'll start with this one. Talk about the math, our, our math-based DNA, please. If, if you look at the components, the biochemicals of your DNA, what is it, guanine, um, adenosine, I can't remember the other two, but they can be uh, reduced to frequencies, reduced to sound. And that's where all of this idea of music and octaves, all of that we created in emulation of what's really going on in our DNA. Susan Alexandra has an album out called Sequentia, and it is absolutely haunting. You don't want to turn it off because it is your DNA set to music. First, you reduce the biochemistry to frequency and then translate the frequencies into music. So we have made music in our own image of our DNA. And you know that there's low octaves and high octaves. And that whole system of octaves is what I'm talking about with fractals of music are actually fractal systems of the body. And we're just now exploring them for our own use of power, power to have dominion over our own systems. What we're trying to do is create the system and then give those tools and solutions to the people so we can retool society into being more of power from within instead of allowing everybody else to have their power and dictate to them. Yeah, that's a mic drop right there. We could just stop the show. Um, <laughs> again, that's that's such a powerful part of your work is that really it's about people having self-care, being yes. able to, which we can, as you said, if we, you can visualize something, you can do something to help yourself given the opportunity and your information is filled with opportunity to like do this and you can help yes. yourself. And as I'm always grinding on, the body likes being in homeostasis. Yes. Now, everybody's homeostasis may look different, but it really wants to be in balance. It likes being in balance. Absolutely. And we think if we share this knowledge with people and how to do it, and if I can do it, you can do it. And I've even created computer programs to make it helpful for you to be able to do it and know what nutrition you need or what muscles in stress. Knowledge is power, and that's what we want for the people. That's why we do the free classes. That's why we do free vocal prints for people if they want to know what's going on. Now, when they go on our site, Sound Health Portal, to get their vocal print done, I just did one this morning, and the guy said, "Uh, I just don't feel well. 
give me everything. We can't do that. That would take us weeks. But we are very willing to teach you to do it for yourself. We can't be everything to everybody. There's just not enough of me to go around. Um, Although we do get, I'm going on a tangent here, we do get a lot of requests. I just did two this weekend of two women, one young, one old, and they couldn't get their heart in the rhythm no matter what they did. But they gave us their vocal print, and one of them was had a deterioration of the muscle proteins, and the heart's a big muscle, and the other one had a problem with weak signaling for things like um, elastase and collagen. Mm-hmm. So the same thing, but a totally different reason, root cause, and that's what your voice will tell you. And we used to say, if you listen, then that's where all the ancient stuff comes from. But we created the computer programs that will tell you. And we're trying to share those with the public. You mentioned in the beginning about how important is the truth. We think that is so important that we are giving away that computer program and all the instructions in the Big Liar uh, textbook. And if people want to write to me, Sherry, S-H-A-R-R-Y, on air, all one word, at gmail.com. I will send them all of those links so they can have this for their own computer. Or they can go at Sound Health Portal, and right on the front page, they can have it done. And if they want to talk about, is this job what I want, or is this job what I want, is this person who I need to be with, Uh, is my kid lying, because you really know anyway. The computer will show you. You just need to learn a few steps. And the more full your vocal print is, the more truthful a person you are. And there's two people. Uh, Ron Paul, for one, he's one of the most truthful people I've ever come across. And we've been doing his voice since he ran for president in 08. And um, Gwen Olson, a person you've had on your show. Mm-hmm. who was a whistleblower for Big Pharma. Both of those people are telling the truth. And we will give you the tools absolutely free. Um, you just download them and away you go so that you can tell who's telling the truth because it's incredibly important. That's your foundation, people being honest with you from where you stand. You can make great decisions with that information you can't make good decisions with a pack of lies Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to hang out with a, a Labrador and I learned a lot from her because I, people would come up we knew each other really well the dog and I and we hung out a lot and when there was problems in the house or something was going on she'd come over and like sit next to me and look at me like I don't know seems weird and I would be out walking and sometimes she'd come upon a person and she'd be all waggy tailed and happy to see them. Not because she knew them, but because however dogs perceive and who knows if they're hearing autoacoustic emissions, but you know, they would just know people that were nice and kind. And the other people I, I could see her because I, I watched her so much and she'd always be walking in front of me and she'd always be on a leash because sometimes she would go nuts over a squirrel. She'd just come completely unhinged on a squirrel. <laughs> and 
I would watch her and you could see the, however dogs perceive, they turn their head and that's why I think they might hear something. They might hear stuff because they turn their head so they get a little different angle on how they're hearing. I don't think it's seeing as much as hearing. And I learned a lot from her how to pay attention to watching and listening to people. Not so much how they look as much as how they are, how their voice sounds, what tone they speak at. And I, it's a powerful tool. Once you start hanging out with Sherry, you hear all sorts of stuff. And I mean that in a good way. Absolutely. What I love about animals is they're so forgiving. Yeah. 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 It really is astonishing. And they know now, people. I, and they know people. Yeah, that's right. Yes. They, you know, they're friends. She actually, she was actually part of a pack of labs that were rescued, uh, brought from Texas to California, about seven different labs, all from the same litter that were going to be destroyed. And somebody said, no, I'm taking those animals. And he did and brought them and distributed them in Sonoma. So she had a brother that we would go visit. And they were just so excited to see each other. And the person that her brother lived with was like a dog person. And they were just so excited to hang out with her because she was just like the greatest dog person ever. You know, slobbery, drooly, kissy face. She just loved it all. But they were, they were, they were great to watch. Um, and they always care, and it's always real. Yeah. Think yeah, they're not the going to come up and lie to you. <laughs> yeah. Think of the last time somebody screwed you over. Yeah. Did you have a hint beforehand? Did Probably. you know something was not quite right? Maybe. I yeah. think the world would be a better place if we yeah. all had that sense. Yeah, I do too. Probably be a lot of divorces. Yes, there would be, but maybe <laughs> that's beginning. okay. Well, there was actually something that's going to, I'm going to go someplace different than I thought I was. Um, in studying for the show, I was listening to a, some of the recent shows that you did, and somebody talked about if I'm an empath and the person that I'm dating is a narcissist, is there some balancing act we're doing with each other? that's possibly having benefit for us. It may not last. It may not be great, but because I'm an empath and that other person's a narcissist, are we, are we seeking something in either an autoacoustic emission or some sense of balance in that dance? Do you think? I think we all seek that perfect combination of electromagnetic energy, neither positive nor negative, but just the, the zero. And I think at that point, that's white light, and we're going to spontaneously combust and not even be here. So are we really looking to just jump to the, the next level? Yeah. Uh, Otoacoustic. Oto, meaning ear. Acoustic, sound. There is a sound coming out of your ear, not like the sounds out of your mouth that we've made into words, but there is a sound coming out of your ear. And a guy wrote a book about environmental sounds. His last name was Cohen. I can't remember his first name. But he said, it's not the ear canal. It's not long enough. It's not round enough to be giving this whole gamut, this whole spectrum of sound. It has to be something from the brain. So the brain is creating the sound, probably just a combination of all the frequencies in there. And it's coming out your ear. The Oto Acoustic Emission. Now, a guy by the name of Wendell Brown from John Hopkins University has studied this specifically for animals. 
But he found that this will tell you when the animal is sick, if they're upset, just based on the sound out of the ear. And a lady by the name of Doreen Davis has done studies with this about children who are autistic. And she follows these sounds from the ear with a very sensitive microphone. And she's tested them in her voice. And the same frequencies that are coming out the ear are manifested, are a holographic representation of your brain. And that's how all of this works. Wow. I'm just going to set that aside because otherwise that's a whole other show. That's amazing. (laughs) Each time, as I say, Sherry and I have worked together for over 10 years, and every time I talk to her, it's like, what? That's amazing. Great information. I want to ask you about the God gene. Uh, To talk about the God gene, to talk about probably the math of the God gene, and because because it'll all be in the same mix, can we have too much God gene? Okay. I I think for the person themselves, no, but for the people around them, yes, because mm. people identify this God gene and they take advantage of it. They think, oh, this person's stupid. I could take advantage of it. And they won't care and they'll forgive me. So this is kind of a bad part of human nature, I think. But that God gene has been attacked. It's one of the frequencies of the spike proteins Mm -hmm. and um, one of the things people are complaining about when they get this scourge is that they lose connection with their fellow man and so we think this is the um, it's really the HMAT gene Uh, we've written an article about it we've written a whole series of articles about this it's under soundhealthoptions.com under uh, that a scary word corner. <laughs> okay. Uh, they'll recognize it when they get there, and it's five or six different articles. I see everything going on with humanity as an opportunity to learn. So when we first announced that this plague was man-made and we could prove it mathematically, we announced that in 2019 in December. And since then, it's come out, and we also showed mathematically how this is going to affect people, and this is just one of them, that um, Matt gene, VMAT, that's it, Uh, and what's going to happen to the iron and vitamin D and quercetin, and what's going to happen with the pathogens and how they connect to the body. You know, there's a recent article that I absolutely love, and I, I put it in my latest column in Masters of Health, and it was, if you... And they found this out by just trial and error. If you put quercetin and um, acetylcysteine together, prevent the pathogen from adhering to the cell. And when I broke that down mathematically, the answer was heme, the oxygen-carrying part of the blood. And when you break that down further, just math... And this is how we begin to know ourselves from this math. When you look at um, this scourgy pathogen actually has an antidote mathematically. And the antidote is a conotase. And a conotase is what 
um, monitors, what manages the iron in the body. So all this math is coming back into this perfect equation of what we can do about this. So one of the things that's happened to the, is they're all fatigued. And we looked at it, these wonderful people who volunteered their print to us, and it's, it's iron. Many different kinds of the use and balance of iron within the body. And if you go on the Sound Health portal and say, I want to be tested for iron, it'll tell you. Is it ferrochelates? Is it not feeding the muscles? Is it um, not giving me energy? Is it not giving the biochemistry for everything that happens to us and the control of the blood and the control of the body energy? And it's all math. And we can look at it from your vocal print and tell you the next step that you might want to consider. And do you still have, uh, is the Corona campaign on the Sound Health Portal still a campaign? Uh, it is. And okay, there's so a, that means, go ahead. There's a new one called uh, Subsequent Factors. Now, if you've had any of the shots, any of the boosters, or the actual plague, it will tell you what to do about it, how it's going to affect you. Is it going to affect your thyroid? Uh, and one of the big ones, and it's going to come out soon, it's affecting the pancreas because one of the spike proteins doesn't allow you to use glucose energy for the body. It causes the body to store the glucose, store it as fat, and doesn't allow it to be open for the body to use the energy. Now, we wrote about spike proteins. We wrote about what all this math is. We wrote about how it concerns you. And then we put it all together in one great big project called Subsequent Factors. And it will tell you how you have been affected by all of this that's been going on for two years, whether it's emotional, whether it's a um, organ, whether it's um, a circulatory system. And we offer this free to the public. You can go on and go to biomarkers. And it will give you every system of the body and what has been influenced. Go to soundhealthportal.com. Sign up as our guest. It's free for the first two weeks. They give you the software to work with. But go to biomarkers, and it will tell you how your body's been influenced, affected, and really Talk to your wellness provider about what you want to do about it because we're not allowed to diagnose. We're just allowed to give you information as an education. But that's our gift, my gift to the world. I can't do it. I can't do much about what's going on in the world, but it really makes me upset how people are being used and abused. And this is the only thing I have to offer. And I just hope people take advantage of it. No, I'll be putting all of that in the show notes, definitely, because I think that's a great thing to go figure it out because, boy, I, if there's one, I mean, I've heard, of, I've talked with a lot of people that either have had or have danced around the edge of having the vid, and fatigue certainly is a trending characteristic, just mass fatigue. So now that you've explained the pancreas issue, that makes so much sense because everybody's contacting me going, what about the fatigue, man? I'm really tired. I feel okay, but I just can't seem to get enough rest. So that's 
amazing. I think it's the October last year issue of Masters of Health magazine that we wrote that article about um, how this is causing fatigue. It's also on our um, vid corner tab on sound health options. Or if people will write to me, this Sherry on air, I will send them the article. We're trying to get this out as fast as we can because we see people's health going downhill and we see that we can't believe the government, we can't believe big pharma, we can't believe physicians, a lot of them. Uh, And the good ones are being taken out of the market. They're being stuck in jail for bad information, which is really good information. We're seeing it everywhere. And so we're trying to use math and say, this is not our opinion. This is how math plays a role in you being a human and keeping yourself in perfect form and functions. You know, you can take your car to the shop and they plug it in to electricity and they say, oh, it's your alternator, it's your this, it's your this. We want to do the same thing for humans so that they can look at their personhood through or their systems through all of this layers of math and realize that they can be dominated by math, good or bad. I should tell you a story about that. And that we are really sentient, math-based entities. We are robots, robots, Richard. We're just Star Trek Borgs. Yes, that's a good analogy. (laughs) In a certain way. way. And everybody will have to reference, go search Borgs on Star Trek. They were a running theme. They came and went. It was great. It's an and awesome so back, idea and so true now. <laughs> and so true now. And I want to, I want to, so back to the uh, fatigue and this aconites, I think that's right. Aconites. Thank, thank you. Aconites is, so the, so my old favorite NAC and acetylcysteine and quercetin together, it seemed to be a, a one-two punch for people to be taking in general, I feel. I partic- I've taken NAC for years because I've always lived in agricultural areas. So I've taken NAC every day for more than a decade um, as a preventative for all the toxins of pain from living in an ag area. And adding in the quercetin seems like a, a great, until you go have your voice checked and see, there can be benefit for the, this is in the form of a question, I think that it seems like there's benefit for people taking NAC and quercetin together at this time. Absolutely. The acetylcysteine takes care of all the mucus and the quercetin helps carry it out of the body. Any free radicals, quercetin will help. But mathematically, when you put those two together as an equation, quercetin plus uh, acetylcysteine equals heme as a number and heme is the oxygen carrier of the blood and let's take it a step further people who have problems with the muscle proteins and these are the people that have a regular heart their muscles are weak they can't get up and down they don't have any stamina it's ferrochelatase f-e-r-r-o-c-h-e-l-a-t-a-s-c it's the last step in the preparation 
of iron to be used by the body. And they are being diagnosed with Parkinson's. And wow. it's really just the iron. Isn't that amazing? And it's all math. Yeah. That's the amazing part. I really, I, I will pause for a moment and really, once again, as Sherry is saying, go to the Sound Health Portal. And if I, I will be doing this after the show, going to the Sound Health Portal and signing up and running a vocal print for the biomarkers because that's such powerful information to have and then take that to your practitioner and have a conversation, whether it be an acupuncturist, an herbalist, or possibly a osteopath or naturopathic physician. But there's the data. Yes. And didn't we recently, didn't we recently run a um, file for you? I don't remember what it was about. Was it fatigue? Mm, no, it was something else. Uh, maybe fatigue. I can't or remember. Maybe how COVID affected you? Say <gasps> that word. <laughs> Flag of the play. Um, what was that I was looking for? I don't remember at this moment. I'm always bad remembering my own conditions. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we do evaluations for people when they usually have run out of options. We get those ones that conventional medicine can't deal with. And we do a lot with um, getting people off drugs. We figured that out and what medications are doing. One of the things we started this with is we wanted to crack diet and why people were getting fat. So we have three or four diet programs. And then up came um, circulation issues with statin drugs. And so we tried to crack that and have a whole system of cholesterol and looking at that. But everything that came up in society as an issue, we tried to look at as math and then give people back the information so they can make decisions. I think it's well, awesome. I, did, I think it's really amazing. And so I was going to ask you a question that I realize this is a much bigger question. I was going to ask you about characteristics of things that you're seeing with people that have, that are referred to as long haulers. So they've had the care, you know, they've had the a thing, they've had the vid, and now they're still maybe a year or a year and a half later, still having fatigue issues and they don't have the energy. And I had somebody recently uh, that I know well, and she'd, I'd suggested that she get some IV vitamin C and some IV uh, Myers cocktails. I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physician, but I just know a lot of stuff. And I suggested that she do that. And now a year later, she's suddenly called excited because she was beginning to feel like vitality on her skin. Her skin was actually sensitive again, and she was like, you know, like wow. And on the long haulers, so, so people ha could have a characteristic of being a wrong, long hauler, but what complicated the question in my own mind as I was about to say it, they have their own foundational conditions going on or imbalances even before they got to the vid. Then you mix those two together and you have a big pile of the vid issue in going into a system that might have been imbalanced to begin with. So when you do the vocal profiling, when you run the, like the corona conflict of this biomarker, you get to see a big picture of that. I can't ask that in a form of a question, I'm sorry, but it's a question. Okay. Well, the biggest thing we or we started noticing in the first place was they couldn't breathe right. They just felt like they were they were breathing, but they felt like they weren't getting enough oxygen. 
So one, that is iron. And the other thing, and you helped us with this when all those fires were going on with um, in California, um, James Marshall created a piece of music, and so did Joe Matson, that really helped people breathe. It was frequencies embedded in uh, music. And MIT picked this up, but uh, I think they charge for theirs. We give ours away for free. Go to Sound Health Options again and ask for La Seal, uh, like the sky, uh, and it has the frequencies in it that will help people breathe, and that's been a big relief. And then run in with the knack, and that'll help clean up the, all the uh, garbage, all the uh, snot mm-hmm. for work. And right. then we want to go to cellular inflammation. Mm-hmm. Oh, so scourge has caused cellular inflammation. If you look at every cell in your body, millions of them, if every one of them are inflamed, then you've got a problem because you're fighting on every system. So NAD, N-A-D, like N-A-C, but N-A-D. And that really goes in and supports the energy of the cells more than anything else. The third thing we're seeing is heart palpitations, irregular heart disease, brain fog, um, so we can look at all of those. We can look at environmental um, brain toxins through our Lewy proteins. We can look at biochemistry of the brain through the Alzheimer's. We can look at all of the digestive issues that are coming up. Leaky gut is a big one and Crohn's disease and people just aren't digesting the way they should. And those uh, softwares are all available, although they're taking them down now because people have complained there's too much. They don't know how to make a choice about what they want. It's about 300 different databases you can run yourself through. But doctors are also already complaining that it's too much information for their patients and the patients are bringing them the reports and the doctors don't know enough to interpret the reports. So we're trying to educate people just as fast as we can. And that's why we give away the articles and the classes and the software and any, oh, and La Seal, any of these things that we think can help. We just now started a thing of screening. Can we screen you for kidney disease? Can we screen you for um, any kind of issues going on. Um, And that's under the biomarkers, some of those screenings. So we're trying to shovel out this information as fast as we can and do classes. We have a big class coming up in February and one in March. And we do have some scholarships, partial scholarships for those classes. If people want to get in touch, we'll send them information. I want to go back to inflammation for a moment because I was going to ask you this question that I think people have have the, I don't know, people talk about having a lot of inflammation and they talk about it like the inflammation is the problem. And to me, inflammation is a biomarker of an imbalance. Absolutely. Okay, go ahead. The the pH of the body. But one of the things we found works really well is Bragg's vinegar 
because it's naturally fermented vinegar and it'll help reestablish the pH so the body will take care of itself. And if you can't tolerate drinking the vinegar, you can now get the acetic acid in pill form. So that's a big issue with inflammation. Because look at our diets. What causes inflammation? Wheat, flour, milk, sugar, candy, all the things that we reward ourselves with. And our body just can't keep up. Go back to the caveman diet for a while. Even for a day a week would be helpful. There's a lot of information out there about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I also, I not too long ago did a show with... Um... Uh, William Davis, who's an MD who got into gut health, he wrote the Wheat Belly book. And we interviewed him, and then I did more interviews with him along the way. And then he did, not too long ago, he wrote a book called The Super Gut. And it's all about, he's come up with a particular strain called El Ruderi. Not that he invented it, but discovered. And you make your own yogurt using this El Ruderi, and you eat this yogurt every day. And it just is having amazing benefits. And one of them is that when with the Oroderai, and this goes to what you were talking about with a lot of the foods, the, a lot of those foods produce hormones such as oxytocin, which is the happy hormone. You feel good. Oh, you feel good for a while. But then later on when you've had that you know, piece of bread, uh, GMO probably bread, and Bill Gates is proud of only, only eating GMO bread in his life. That's a whole other show. Um, but just the idea of it produces hormones that make us feel good, but it's transitory. And then you're going to have the byproduct left over. Go ahead. Well, go back to glyphosate, uh, oh. which is one of the things going on with wheat, and that's poisoning us, and it's messing up our hormones. Look at Stephanie Seneff, and when mm-hmm. she says all this transitory, um, I don't want to say sexual, gender, sexual gender confusion is coming from that glyphosate. So it started a long time ago that we're being poisoned. Well, and I think also part of that, and actually the last time I talked to Stephanie about her book, Toxic Legacy, we also talked about the uh, total environmental load of toxins, not just glyphosate, but all the things that are in the environment, our drinking water in the rain, in the air, in the airways, because it, from the moisture that comes out, is all the estrogen mimickers. And we didn't, yes. 100 years ago, we didn't have estrogen mimickers. And that means byproducts from plastics and all sorts of things that get into the waterways or women who are on birth control, and that ends up in the water table. And I'm not picking on women taking birth control. I'm just saying as a byproduct that nobody ever thought of, the excess goes into the water table, and then the water table is, you know, frogs with multiple genders because they're confused. They're getting too many signals for something in their body, don't know what to do with it. And I think the same thing is happening with us. And the fertility rate is going down in the U.S. Yeah. In most countries that are educated, fertility rate is going down. Well, Bill Gates would love that. Yeah. But what about people who want to have families? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, I think also it's fertility rate. If you have fertility rates going down, that's going to show up not only as that, but I think it's also going to eventually kick you somewhere bad because it's going to create other imbalances. It's going to create hormone imbalances, or it's going to make you be possibly less able to have a conversation with somebody else because you're in a sort of a state of heightened alert and angst. Um, I know that's not a medical term, but it works. 
Go ahead. But as our own evolution, we are killing ourselves. Period. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. We could evolve ourselves off the planet if we keep polluting it and acting like it's a giant toilet bowl that we can just flush everything into, in my I opinion. Think I think that's where we're going. See, and, wonder, and we wonder why, the, you know, occasionally there's a UFO sighting or an ET sighting of some kind. And I'm thinking they're just waiting. They're just watching. It's like an experiment going, oh, they'll take care of it. We don't have to harm them. They'll do it. They're doing it to themselves. Absolutely. And you see it right now, an emulation of that in our own government, which is another show. <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere there. Thank you. Yes. And yes, that is another show. And we're we're kind of closish to the end but i want to ask you a bit more about that nad because i i need I, I have a lot of people who talk about inflammation but they aren't willing to stop the weed or stop the something or they don't understand that what they're eating can be causing the exacerbation of the inflammation and will the nad help really bump inflammation back enough to give them some benefit i know they need to change their diet but are they going to notice a difference by taking NAD, NAD daily for a while? Yes, even if they don't change their diet. And that goes back to some of Amy Yasko's work about methylation and how yeah. the detriment of our methylation, our energy systems of the body, are really putting us in harm's way because we, we don't fight back when we don't have the energy. And I think that's what people are depending on. If they keep us sick... We won't fight back. And NAD, which is like NAC. NAC and NAD together are awesome because the NAC gets rid of the trash and the NAD rebuilds the mitochondrial DNA. And can they be taken at the same time or should you take NAC first in the day and then NAD later in the day? I don't know the answer to that, but I'll find out. Okay, good. And I will say back to NAC, one of the indicators to me back when the vid was first happening is for a while knack was pulled from the market. It just sort of seemed very hard to get. There were still obscure locations where I could get it because I'd been getting it from those distributors for a long time, but it was like not on Amazon. It was not available. You couldn't buy it. Swanson didn't have it. A bunch of the sort of like big regular online retailers didn't have knack. And it's such a great mucolytic, meaning uh, it helps break up the mucus in the bronchioles, in the system, in the full system as well. But it's specifically a mucolytic, which means that it breaks down the mucus and it gets it either out through your bowels or through your urine. And it was just like pulled for a while and everybody was, there was no real justification or rationale for it other than it was kind of what I call on the hit list. And I thought that was a very weird, weird occurrence. There is a big campaign out to put nutrients, vitamins, under the control of the government so we cannot self-health. We cannot do self-contained information. Uh, NAD has its basis in niacin, I believe. Nicotinic adenosine diphosphate, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, but it's mitochondrial support uh, for the whole body. And mitochondrial is in each cell. There's this little furnace that uh, gives off energy, and that's what it supports. Creates energy, a little fire, 
that's where things get burnt so that the body has energy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that occurs about the mitochondria. I think that some of the endotoxins under the environmental toxins, not just the ones we're eating, the GMO wheat that we're eating or whatever it is, or even as uh, Stephanie Seneff talked in the last show, she was talking about an issue with biofuels because everybody's very excited about biofuels, which I think is great. But a lot of the biofuels are based on corn, and a lot of the corn is based on GM, a GMO product plus played with glyphosate. And so that means that you then make the ethanol out of that corn, and she extrapolates out in her research that that will then aerosolize, meaning coming out of the tailpipe of cars that are driving on that biofuel because they're using GMO, GMO corn. So we're adding but yet another layer of toxin to our cells. So anything we can do for our mitochondria, which I think that is all attacking and stressing out, I think the NAD is great for that. I think NAC is also good for leaky gut, isn't it? And if you don't do anything else, try to take care of your gut so the used food doesn't go interstitial and poison you. Yeah. So you can also get your vocal print done. Just choose leaky gut, and it'll tell you probably mucin, which you can tell them will come from slippery elm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Richard's an herbalist, and he there's herb remedies for all of these before medicine, in quotes, ever got involved. <laughs> ever got involved. That's the name of your next book, Before Medicine Got Involved. Um, wow. i got to write that down. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I don't think we have time to dive into much more, but I really want people to know about, so tell us about the Sound Health Portal. Everything that Cherry's about to talk about, I will be putting in the show notes. But tell us about the uh, Sound Health Portal. Tell us about where the articles are located under that special category. And I'll put this all in the show notes. But there's vast amounts of information at the Sound Health options. But there's also equal amount of information and slightly more mind-blowing when you go to the Sound Health Portal and look at the biomarkers and all that. But Please tell us all that. And how do people – so you've given us your email. Do people work with you? All of those kinds of information too. We try to train people throughout the United States, but we don't have enough people to go around because people just get um, broadsided with so many people who need help. They won't even accept referrals anymore. So we want to train as many people as we can. They can train on the portal, soundhealthportal.com. And this is the online public workstation. You can sign up for our guest or apprentice levels, and they'll give you software to get started. You can start a whole business with this. You can also go to the portal and leave us a vocal print, and they'll send you a report. It's free, Um, a one- or two-page report of you chose leaky gut or inflammation. What is causing that in your body? then you can go on there and look at biomarker tab and see what system is really in stress. And above everything else we've seen is this plague is causing problems with the pancreas. Two or three is normal. We're seeing people up into 30 and 40 hits on the pancreas. So that's going to be the next thing that comes out in the news is how this affected the pancreas. And nobody knew about it. 
but we announced yeah. it in 2022 mm-hmm. and 23. The yeah. other is the sound health options, and that's all the education, the articles. The uh, There's classes there that you can sign up for, a guest class. It's free. They give you the textbook. They give you the software. And the next step up uh, to become a practice is called um, the technician course, and that's when you get involved with some interpretation of all of these databases. So I'd like to leave people with this idea. There's nothing wrong with your voice. It's a piece of information about your body. It's what you do about it that makes a difference. And we'd like to invite you all to learn about this so you can help yourself, the people you love, your family, your community, and your world. And I really think this is going to influence the health of mankind and how we go forward or not. And I can't end right there because somebody just asked a question in chat, in the text in the chat room, and they're asking about NAD, that they had heard that intravenous is, is effective, but it's $300 per treatment. Others they're saying, what form of NAD? Because they heard that the intravenous is the most effective. We use the, frequencies and mm-hmm. we use the actual NAD. We get ours from Longevity Plus. They've never run out of NAC or NAD. Mm, okay. He's saying that NAD that he's heard or his research has looked at NAD getting destroyed in the stomach. I don't know about that. Um, okay. Okay. I don't know enough information to answer. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sherry. As always, an adventure. <laughs> and I hope we didn't throw the audience too off. Where I can I can go off listening to Sherry talk and wander down roads. But I think it was all pretty coherent. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. Everybody else have a great rest of the weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>